We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, my fellow football priest, you know him, you love him, Zach Kelberman. Zach, not a ton of news today. Obviously, it's a kind of a sleepy Monday. Five days into June, we're very rapidly approaching the dreaded NFL desert that six weeks of nothing in between the last OTA and training camp but transactions today or better way to put it roster moves the Broncos cut a running back signed a wide receiver let's get to that right off the top tell everybody what you know about it yeah Nick Williams undrafted rookie out of UNLV he played one year there had about 400 something yards a couple touchdowns before that he played five seasons at CSU Pueblo um he had a, a decent career there. It wasn't anything, you know, spectacular, pretty run of the mill, but he attended Cherry Creek high school. So he's a local product from Aurora, Aurora native. Um, just another receiver in that room. They have 13 now on the roster. I put it on Twitter. There's a lot of competition after the top four chat. So uh, this training camp battle at wide receiver should be fascinating. They cut, like you mentioned, a running back to marry a Crockett. That's the third running back the Broncos have cut now in the last couple weeks, which pairs that room down to five. Those five being Javante Williams, Samaje P. Ryan, Tony Jones, Tyler Batty, and Jaleel McLaughlin. McLaughlin, I still feel all these other running backs are getting cut around him. I feel McLaughlin is on the fast track to being the RB3. Could be, but that's how that's how quickly things change, you know, in the league. And it's unfortunate for Crockett, but honestly, Zach, you know, I wish him the best. I don't mean to sound negative about him in any way, shape, or form, but obviously coming off that injury that kept him out all of last year, what has he done as a as a back, not as a special teams guy? What has he done as a back that has ever made you? And I'm talking, you know, you got to dig deep into preseason footage to see him carrying the rock as a as a Bronco, but what has he ever done that has garnered any kind of notice? On my part, I'll speak for myself. I haven't seen him do anything with the ball that would make me say, yeah, let's keep him over Jaleel McLaughlin. I mean, or Tony Jones, like especially coming off an injury like that. Like I'm surprised he wasn't one of the first backs cut. But I think the only reason he wasn't one of the first was special teams acumen. Like he actually did bring value to the team in the third phase. And that is something that this coaching staff with Mike Westhoff and 
Ben Kotwicka, they they definitely uh, value that. You have to be a special teams demon if you want playing time or if you want a roster spot. And uh, maybe the injury limited Crockett in practice or they felt they had other running backs that were uh, more favorable ahead of him. I will say, I don't remember too much of Crockett, but he was more of a one-dimensional runner. He was more of a power runner north-south, whereas McLaughlin is good in three phases, you know, running, catching, and pass blocking. I still think McLaughlin is the heavy favorite to make the final 53. Guys, we are excited. Uh, lots more to get to tonight. We're going to do the raffle. It's going to be dope. Before we do, we got to grab these very generous super chats, and then we're going to wow. dive into it. But the Holy first one, of God. course, top rope, blowing our hair back. A two hundred club. I mean, she's in the five hundred club. So, but another two hundred club. I, another makes it sound like passe. I shouldn't even say that. Let's just say a two hundred club super chat from the Duchess Michaela Parker. Love you so much. Thank Appreciate you. you. Uh, I hope you know that really means the world to us, especially right now. This kind of stuff really helps us because June and July is when we are scratching uh, and putting our nickels together, trying to make it through till the cleats hit the grass. So really appreciate you supporting us, Michaela. She says, good evening. Hope you all are doing well. Not really familiar with the wide receiver, Nick Williams, but I must say a six foot four receiver is intriguing. He does have a respectable average. Zach, I, um, in you know, we got the press release and everything about the transaction. You have the article up at milehighhuddle.com. Guys, go read that when you get a minute. But other than uh, a quick perusal of the press release and your article, I don't know that much about this cat. I mean, we were trying to find a picture for of him to run for the story. Could <laughs> barely even find a picture that we could have license or use, you know, use um, what's li- I guess license to use. There was nothing, nothing. So Pretty scarcely uh, used dude, it sounds like, at uh, UNLV. But what makes him particularly interesting, other than Zach, as Michaela says, the six foot four size, those Colorado roots, very interesting. Yeah, I had to uh, look it up because Michaela brings up a good point. And thank you so much again, Michaela, as always. A respectable average. He had, to be specific, 107 catches for 1,428 yards and nine touchdowns across 35 games at CSU Pueblo. I didn't do the math in my head. I'm not that good at all. So I did it on my computer. It's 13.3 yards to catch. He had at CSU Pueblo, six foot four, 212 pounds. Another possession guy, kind of like a Cortland Sutton or Marquez Callaway, not overly speedy, but a guy who can help block on the perimeter, a guy who could be a red zone weapon, but he has a long road to hoe to get to that top five in that receiving court. A lot of bodies ahead of him. By the way, dude, I did just barely find a picture because. I just realized as I was searching for uh, Nick Williams, I was getting him crossed with a different Nick Williams. So the CSU Pueblo stuff, we, we there are pictures available to us. So we'll, wow. we'll, we'll find that. Um, anyway. Oh, and gosh, for the MHH lights, another one. Goodness gracious. I mean, we don't deserve you. We love you so much. We don't deserve you. Um, appreciate you so much. Really. It does. It, um, when we talk about keeping the lights on, it really does. It really does keep this Zach and I in a position to do this, Scott in a position to do this. I mean, the time that we put into this stuff, I mean, obviously during the day, what are we doing? We're grinding, putting out articles and, you know, making videos and Scott's clipping up press conferences and clipping up podcasts. And, you know, we're working full time doing the this thing. And then in the evenings, this is like our blow off our steam, have a good time. We get to come on here and actually talk about all the things we were writing about all day long with you guys and that's what makes it so much fun and so addictive and rewarding for us. So Michaela, thank you so much. Love you. 
for the lights above our head and not to sound too campy, but the lights in our hearts as well. Michaela, you really do power us to make these podcasts even better. And you are a big generator, you know, for that matter. So thank you. Seems like an empty compliment, but I can't thank you enough for all you do. And I could speak for Chad and Scott and everybody else. You are a true bedrock foundational member. Thank you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love you. Uh, Sam Bam also jumping in with the super chat. Thank you, my friend. At the risk of anytime I touch this mic, it tries to unplug and then I'm good. Uh, Sam Bam, love you, big dog. Thank you. He says, good evening, Chad, Zach, and Scott in Broncos country. Hope all is well. Go Broncos. All is well. It was unfortunate. I mean, if there's anything to pick nits on in terms of how things are going, it sucks that the Nuggets lost last night at home. I mean, you can't, you can't lose uh, – you know, in the NBA, the way it goes, two at home, two away. Like if you're, depending on who's got the number one higher seating or whatever, you can't lose one of the two games that like, not to say you're supposed to win per se or whatever, but like those home games, you got to make sure you come out on top. Uh, the, the Miami Heat, uh, again, this is not Zach and I, uh, this is not our prime domain when it comes to uh, sports talk, but Miami Heat, dude, I think sent a pretty clear message last night, Zach, and that is, yo, yo, yo. Stop this Nuggets in five talk. Stop this Nuggets. Like no one's sweeping nobody. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle. So I think it was a little bit of a wake up call for the Nuggets, yep. and it's in, in that sense. And I think you'll see them come back a little more embattled because they they really marched through the Western Conference playoffs. Like they just kind of handled everybody. Uh, maybe they kind of started believing their own press clippings, Zach. So maybe it was for the best. Well, the other team gets paid too. We like to talk about that in a football sense, but basketball, it works. I'm not a huge basketball guy, but a team like the Heat, they remind me of the Bengals. They are so gritty. They have such fortitude. When you think they're down and out, they'll come back on you if you let them in. And I think the Nuggets took their foot off the gas pedal just a little bit. You can't rely just on one player. The players around Jokic were not making their shots yesterday. They didn't have the effort, the hustle. And uh, Coach Malone called him out for that, and they needed that wake-up call. It was their first loss 
in the postseason, so they can uh, they can afford one. And a lot of people are acting now like the Heat won the series. It was one singular game, and I think they'll be better because of this loss. Yeah, first first loss uh, first loss at home, and it could end up being in the playoffs. It could end up being a costly one. We're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do the the raffle. One last one here, real quick, pre raffle. Two more actually, and then and then we'll do the raffle. GLP, the swashbuckler himself. Love you, big dog. Saying good day to Chad, Zach, Scott, and Dylan. We got our tickets. Nice. And we'll see y'all at the meet and greet. Go Broncos. Hashtag Buckham. Now, I'm curious, Gary, are you using the Royal We? Uh, or are we talking about David? That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Appreciate that, big dog. Definitely coming to the MHH meet and greet. MHH for life. Buckham. Denver Broncos for life. Really rad. Thank you, David. It's going to be it's going to be uh, super cool to hang with you guys. And it's good to know that uh, you'll you two each of you will have a nice uh, traveling companion. So that's cool. That's really cool. Um, Mike, good to see you, big dog. Thank you for the support every single night in the chat. Uh, throwing down on Twitter afterwards. Throwing down on Facebook. Just seriously, so consistent. We really appreciate you, brother. So, thank you, Mike. Um, okay, I want to just grab this one real quick too, and then we're gonna do the raffle from Dave. In Dave from Georgia. Jeez, I almost said Dave in Georgia. How dare I? Dave from Georgia, appreciate you, big dog. He says, we all appreciate the time and effort y'all put into keeping us informed. And yes, you do deserve it. Thanks, guys. You rule Broncos country. Hashtag football priest. Bro, listen, we don't say that like, oh, hey, you know, uh, you guys should all, um, you know, really respect our grind. Like that's not, I don't, I don't tell those little anecdotes in that respect. It's just to help you give you perspective on, uh, really, this is like for Zach and I, uh, this, this was something that it became like a, let's do it for fun thing. That's why we started doing the podcast. We were doing it for fun. We weren't, there was no money attached to the podcast, right? We were making our living doing uh, the, the writing and blogging and reporting and all that stuff. And then we just started doing it for fun. We kept doing it for a couple of years and then we decided, oh, let's do it as a live stream. And then it just went kaboom and exploded into a thing, like a, a real thing to where all of our competition now copies our model. And not just our competition in the local market, but Zach, I've gotten, I'm sure you have, calls from all manner of peers in the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB media, uh, friends, this and that, trying to understand what our model is and what's our secret. And I don't really tell them anything other than just figure out how to how to do what we do. You know, we go we go live once a day. Try and do that. See if you can do that. I don't want to tell them because I honestly don't really know why. You know, what am I going to tell them? We just turn a passion thing into a community and the community that now supports us. Like how do you explain that to somebody as, as a duplicatable model? You can't, it's just organic serendipity. That's what it is. Love you guys. You said what I was going to say. We have the secret sauce and I'm so proud to say it. And it's you guys. It, it really is. You have to have the community. You have to have the listeners. You have to have the dedicated fans and the best fan base in the entire world, and that is Broncos country. So we can't be duplicated. We can't be replicated, but we can say thank you to each and every one of you for what you do for us. That is such a good point, too, because it's not just our community. Our community springs out of Broncos country, of course, but Broncos country is it's all emblematic, emblematic of what Broncos country is, right? The best fan base, most passionate, dedicated, hardcore, knowledgeable. Uh, so in a, in a certain sense, we benefit from that too, from the great members of that greater Broncos country community that come and become a part of MHH. So, all right, all right. Let's get to some uh, matters of business here in the form of our raffle. Now, if those of you uh, 
who are listening might be new. What we do is each month we take the top 10 finishers. That's a cumulative thing. All right. On super chat uh, in the, in the previous month in question, take those 10 names, uh, their names go into a, a figurative hat or in this case, Zach, I guess we can call it a digital hat. Okay. Uh, and we do a random s- raffle, draw the winner. Winner gets to choose a Denver Broncos Jersey of whatever their hearts desire. We purchase it. We get it sent out to them as a thank you for their support uh, the previous month. So it's a, it's a, we wish we could do that for everybody that finishes in the top 10 right now. We can do a, a random raffle uh, for one Jersey. And then we also do it on Facebook. So that's what we're doing now real quick before we roll this thing out, understand uh, actually, you know what, real quick, Scott, could you queue up the rankings or is it in the same thing? Can you show, can we do a quick thing to show them how it ranked uh, at the end of it's already in there. Okay. So you're going to see, one through 10, all right? The top 10 ranking Super Chat Superstars last month. Well, for those who maybe finished 10 compared to number one, you think, well, the number one guy or person saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, I shouldn't have to be competing with someone who finished number 10. It's weighted, okay? So the people who uh, are in the top five, top one, for example, has more tickets in the hat, so to speak, than two, two has more than three, and so on and so forth. So it is weighted to benefit those uh, who are at the very top. And as you can see, ten, uh, this last month, Gary was number one uh, on the, depending on how you want to look at it, we could get into it because uh, Michaela was doing a lot to also, um, what's a good word for it, Zach? Bankroll, Michaela Israel. So in a technical sense, Michaela Parker finished number one, but because she split some of hers for the benefit of Michaela Israel, Gary Palmer, from a statistical perspective, Finish number one. So without further ado, Scott, let's do this. Oh, we got, we got to wait a sec. Okay. We got to buy some time. Um, so we don't have the same reporting real quick, guys. Sorry. I'm not trying to bore you here. We don't have the same, um, ability to, let me put it this way. Facebook doesn't keep as good a track of people who support, uh, with stars as YouTube does. Uh, so we have to do it a little bit differently in our raffle. And so, while we're getting things queued up for YouTube, um, I will grab Troy. I will grab Troy. Hold on. Um, I wanted to say who actually won the raffle on Facebook for that month. And guess what? I don't know if I've seen him in the chat yet tonight. Have, have you seen George? Have you seen George? It's George Fox. George Fox on Facebook won a jersey. Uh, every single night, almost. I mean, with with very few exceptions, Zach. George Fox is in the chat throwing down stars, contributing. Yep. Um, keeping the conversation going. Oddly enough, I'm not sure I see him in here tonight, but I'm sure he will be. So George Fox, you are the winner of the jersey on Facebook. So make sure you get with us. We're going to need your shipping address, what jersey you want, uh, and of course, what size. But George Fox, Zach. Congratulations, George. Like Chad said, just tacking on to that, you have become a pinnacle member of the podcast because you're in here each and every day interacting, getting the conversation started. So another situation where I say it's well-deserved and let us know what you want. Congratulations. Okay, Troy, uh, brother, appreciate you so much. We're buying a little time because our, our the digital thing we do for the raffle is throwing a bug right now. So stand, you know, hang, hang tight. Troy, in the meantime, love you, big dog. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, and also really cool to find you on Twitter. So we are connected now on Twitter. I didn't realize you're already following everything because you're one of those guys that has a different handle than your name. So like when I'm trying to search for people who 
who throw down supers on every night. We give a shout out on Twitter to people who support on Facebook and, uh, and YouTube. Anyway, I couldn't ever find you. And then somehow through serendipity, I did find you. Now we're connected. So I'm glad to see that. Troy says, hey, guys, what's going on with Dalvin Cook? And what does it mean that he has not been released? Is someone offering a late round pick with a contract restructure? Zach, what have you heard on the Dalvin Cook front? He's still a Viking as of today, June 5th. And uh, a lot of people thought he would be a June 1st release. I've read that Minnesota could see how he does in OTAs and the mandatory minute camp coming up before they make a decision on him. I don't know the situation intricately. I, it could be where a team is not offering enough to kind of persuade the Vikings to give him up or a team doesn't want to take on uh, Cook on his current salary, something along the financial or trade compensation lines. But the two teams that have been connected to Cook are not the Broncos, but the Dolphins, which is where he wants to play. He wants to go to Miami and also the New York Jets who seem to be in the mix for every free agent now with Aaron Rodgers. I have not heard the Broncos being tangibly connected to Dalvin Cook, though that, of course, could change. Honestly, I just don't really think the Broncos, I mean, it might sound egregious to say this. I don't think you need Dalvin Cook. No. First of all, you got Samaj P. Ryan. Even if things don't go on track for Javante Williams from a timetable perspective, uh, that's an RB1. You're going to see, like, if the Broncos have to use him, you're going to be like, oh, we, we had an RB1 all along. Because especially in the Peyton scheme where he's got a vision for the player already, and he's a guy that can do everything well. He might not be, like, you know, tier one all pro as a runner or a vision guy or a pass blocker or a receiver. But all those things, Zach, he can do well. I just don't think you need to go ex to spare more expense, whether it be through trade capital you know, whether it's draft picks or whatever to get is obviously still under contract or what it would cost to sign him if he was free. So I, I'm, I've never quite understood the Dalvin Cook thing. I mean, I to Denver. I do get, obviously, Zach, that, you know, George Payton was part of the regime that drafted him. Uh, but I think the Broncos are going to be just fine at running back. And I think Javante Williams, you know, he is uh, you want to talk about uncommon, right? One of the one of the uh, mo uh, mantras the Broncos are using this year. Javante Williams is an uncommon cat in more ways than one. And I think, Zach, you're going to see that reflected in how he re uh, returns from that injury. I agree with you about Dalvin. It's the ultimate kind of luxury player. I, of course, I would like to have him. He'd be really interesting in a Sean Payton offense, but you don't need him. If they didn't have Javante coming back, if like if Pookie was ruled out for the entire year, I could see it. If they didn't pay Samaje Pirine what amounts to starters money, low-end starters money, I can see Dalvin Cook being a possibility. But you have bigger fish to fry elsewhere. How about a defensive end so Jonathan Harris isn't starting on that D-line? That's more important than a Dalvin Cook. Amen. All right, we're ready, right, Scott? Let's do it. Let's do the raffle so that we can dive back into the chat. Um, okay, so here's how you can see right now how the finish went all right number one gary palmer lady d at two you can see how gary as number one it's weighted in his favor okay so it goes gary for those listening deanna brent p at number three michaela israel by way of michaela parker at four number five ethan the dwi guys who he'll throw down super thanks to our show because he's on the other side of the world but He's big-time supportive of the morning guys, Broncos for Breakfast, and we really love and appreciate it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Ethan, uh, the Duchess currently ranked six, even though in the technical sense she would be number one. Efe at seven. Troy in the top ten. I mean, he's in this. I love to see that. Uh, at number eight, Naj, legend, number nine. And then David McElrath, the Papa Bear himself at 10. So here we go. Let's see how it goes. Let's let's see how this thing shakes out. So first things first, here's the first pick 10. So this is the 10th, the I guess the ninth runner up, right? All right. So ninth runner up is Naj. Love you, Naj. Sorry, it wasn't meant to be this month. Uh, number nine is David McElrath. All right. Number eight, uh, Brent P. Number seven. Troy, okay, sorry, Troy. Number six, the Duchess. Sorry, Michaela. Let not your heart be troubled. Pick or uh, number five, FA. Okay, okay. Number four, GLP. Okay, finish number four. All right, sorry, Gare. Uh, number three, Ethan. Oh my gosh. Number two, this is the first runner up. Okay, this is the first runner up. Oh, yo, Michaela Parker, you did it. You did it. It's Michaela Israel at the top. Michaela Israel, this is so rad. Here's why this is so rad, okay? Michaela Parker, to keep everybody, let's not confuse it. So Michaela Parker, she threw down a massive super chat. And she could have used it for her rankings to wait at her or everything. But she said, no, 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 I want that to actually count for Michaela Israel. And so that kept Michaela like right up Michaela Israel at the top through the whole month. Uh, and look, look, she ends up actually getting the Jersey. So this is dope. Is she in the, is she in the, in the, in the chat tonight, Scott? I haven't seen her yet. Zach, do you see her? She's in Michaela Israel. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, she is. right okay. Michaela, congrats. Um, Michaela Parker. Thank you so much for uh, just being a uh, kind, virtuous, generous person. Um, Michaela Israel. DM, email, whatever, uh, your shipping address, your, first of all, I got to remind you, and this goes for George. This goes for Michaela. Go to denverbroncos.com. Click on their fan shop. Okay. Go peruse and see what Jersey you want. Make sure your Jersey and size are in stock unless you're okay with waiting. All right. But my advice is go make sure that it is in fact in stock and then holler back at us and say, here's the one I want. Here's my size. Here's my address. Bada bing, bada bang. We'll get it coming. So uh, really dope. And then she even throws down here. Thanks, Michaela and MHH pod. Happy tears. Really cool. And we'll we'll send a little something, something for Cooper too. trust. Because I know Michaela Parker would have wanted that as well. So yep. much love. Really rad. Yeah, I mean, just Michaela Parker in here, the Duchess saying yay and just hyping up the, the <laughs> person that she helped win. You are so incredible, Michaela. Good karma is always coming your way, and good karma came Michaela Israel's way as well. She's a such a tremendous, uh, inspirational member of the community. A lot of people rally around her, and you're also doing a great job with Cooper. You deserve this. 
100%. So let us know what you want. We got you. Congratulations. And Michaela Parker, I will be in touch after tonight's show on a couple other matters. So uh, I'll talk to you very soon privately, but uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Um, and, you know, we do the raffle. Uh, some people I see the, some every once in a while, like commenters on YouTube after the fact, complain. Get back to the Broncos. Get back to football. We don't care about this stuff. It's like, look, go ahead and move on. Click past this video or whatever. This is it's a small thing. But it's how we give back, and I think the people who are involved, who, Zach, who do feel some ownership and who contribute to this thing, they're very much invested, and they look forward to this, and they want to see how it shakes out. So love you guys. Thank you so much. I mean, those people can kick rocks. It's the least we could do to give back for all you guys do for us and gals. Thank you again so much. And Michaela, congratulations. Phil, down in Tucson. Uh, love you, big dog. I'm do- Is it doing the delay thing on me? Does A little it look bit. like I'm delaying. Phil, love you, big dog. He says, evening priest and Deacon Scott. So do you guys think Zach Allen will get six sacks this season? I'm hoping, he says, hashtag Buckham, MHH for life. Um, Man, I think it's going to be hard for him to – what's his career high, five and a half? I was just looking at that, yeah, five and a half last year. So it's I think for what it's worth, and I hope I'm wrong on this, but let me put it this way. To expect a guy to come in – and produce a career high in sacks when he's probably, let's face it, likely to be the number one pass rusher that teams are going to try to neutralize, even though he's, he's going to be coming from inside because the Broncos don't have reliable edge presence, I think is a bridge too far. But what's cool about Zach, and I hope I'm wrong, what's cool about Zach Allen, though, Zach, is that he, pre- he presents a lot more value than just pass rush. Like, you're going to feel his presence in more ways than one, including as a, as a run guy, as a penetrator. So you're going you're gonna to f- feel a palpable impact from this dude. And I hope he gets 12 sacks. I'm not, I'm not trying to hold my dude back. I'm just saying keep the expectation in check just because, you know, even Derek Wolf, Zach, when he had DeMarcus Ware on one side and Von Miller on the other playing next to him, this was not – six sacks was about as high as he could get in those days, right? And then he had his career season, suffered that gnarly injury, missed the last four, and that was all he, all she wrote for Derek Wolf as a Bronco. I think you hit on the main points there. It's going to be tough for Zach Allen when right now the other defensive end is Jonathan Harris. I mean, who if you're an opposing offensive lineman, who are you going to double team? That would be Zach Allen. And also in this defense in a 3-4 set – the defensive end's job is not really to get pressure. It's to tie up the blockers so the outside linebackers and the linebackers in general can get pressure. So he'll be doing the dirty work for Randy Gregory and Baron Browning, et cetera, et cetera. I could see him getting six, though, because he's still ascending, Chad. He learned from the best in J.J. Watt. He had a career year last year under V.J., who obviously now is the Broncos' D.C. I could see him getting that, but if he falls short, I won't be surprised either. There is something also to be said uh, for, you know, kind of the first year in a new city thing, um, giving you a little momentum. And also in that same respect, coming to Denver, like, I don't know, Denver just has a mystique to it and kind of an energy and a vibe that I think at times can lift guys in ways that it it might sound a little too uh, superstitious what I'm saying here, but it wouldn't totally shock me to see him go get seven, eight sacks and have a career high season. I mean, but if that happens, I would have to expect, Zach, that it's because Randy Gregory stayed healthy for most of the year, was productive on one edge, and you know, Baron Browning turned a corner, et cetera. Like 
if you if it ends up having to be Zach Allen as the tip of the spear from a pass rush perspective, those guys are easy to neutralize, relatively speaking. You know, it's harder for, unless you're JJ Watt, right? Or unless you're, which was a mentor for Zach Allen, for what it's worth. JJ is one of his mentors and bros. Unless you're JJ Watt, unless you're uh, Aaron Donald, it's not easy for those guys to, uh, you know, split double teams and, and stack up sack production. So, anyway, um, Keith says, excited for Jaleel McLaughlin, but Tyler Batty can go, in my opinion. Zach, what do you think? Well, just to tack on to the Zach Allen conversation really quickly, I think sacks are kind of an overblown stat. If you look at a defensive end or a defender's production based solely on that, it's, it could be overrated. What he's going to do on a weekly basis, Zach Allen, will not show up on the stat sheet more than likely, but he is going to have a bigger and more consistent impact than Draymond Jones. Not that bold of a take. I like Zach Allen as a player more than I like Draymond Jones. In terms of the running backs, Tyler Batty, Another young guy, he has some explosion. He showed pretty well. He had that reception, I think, in week 17 or week 18. But McLaughlin, there's a reason why he was a leading rusher in college. There's a reason why the Broncos signed him. Sean Payton handpicked him. He's a dual threat, and there's his stock is on the, uh, you know, it's meteoric right now. It's astronomical. It's going up and up and up. I don't know that he already doesn't have RB3 locked down. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to see. It's like I keep thinking back every time I start trying to get a little too excited about projecting this guy or that guy, regardless of what position we're talking about. I am then reminded of the cold, hard uh, remarks that Sean Payton himself made um, just last week, Zach, when he's like, yeah, you know, it's great. It's cool to see guys succeeding, thriving, but we don't really know what it means. So they put on pads, right? Yeah. So that's when we're going to know. And unfortunately, we still got a little waiting to do till that happens. I mean, we're a month and a half away, almost two months away from the cleats hitting the grass for realsies on training camp. But I'm really intrigued by McLaughlin. And I think honestly, Zach, that with the way the new practice squad rules work, where they took the limit from 10 to 16 because of the pandemic and then created that elevation rule where two guys can be promoted day of on game day to the active roster where they can participate in the game. You can bust him back down to the practice squad afterward and not expose him to the waiver wire. You can do that two times with one player before having to expose him to the waiver wire. Those things all favor, <clears throat> pardon me, guys like uh, McLaughlin who don't, even if he shines this summer, maybe there's not quite enough there to justify going over a, a, a Tony Jones who has some history with the scheme and this and that. You know, he's still going to be available for the Broncos. So that's cool. I would not mind at all if Tyler Batty's on the practice squad. Again, he he showed some wiggle and limited uh, sample size last year. But again, there's a reason why Sean Payton, the new coaching staff, the new regime, handpicked McLaughlin, who probably shouldn't have fell to the undrafted ranks. I mean, he, he's a draftable talent yeah. who the Broncos pretty much stole as a, as a college free agent. So um, just looking at that through that metric alone, I think he has the upper hand. But like, like you said, Chad, that's why the uh, practice is to be played. The games are to be played. Well, and as the uh, figurative bodies hit the floor, right, with the roster cuts that are going to continue to happen said, through the okay. summer, the there's a <laughs> – yeah, okay, okay. That's there's the one reason. reference I'll make that you get when it comes to music. I'll stop now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, drowning pool. Uh, but anyway, there's a reason Batty's still on the roster. There's a reason why he wasn't one of the guys right. they cut loose. Sure. And I feel you, uh, Keith, in the sense that, like, I wonder why that is, what it is. Uh, I'm not hating on it myself. I'm just curious to see how it all shakes out. Ronald Putnam jumping in with the super chat. Love it, dude. Thank you, Ronald. 
He says, hey, guys, why not bring in possible edge rushers and not so many receivers? Find an edge in the rough. You're, bro, you are speaking my language in particular here. I'm going, yo, once you get past Randy Gregory, who's no sure thing, we all love his talent. We all love the dog that he is, but you just can't count on him to be there for a full season. Once you get past him, it's a, it's a who's who of unproven young dudes from Baron Browning to Nick Benito to Jonathan Cooper, who, by the way, now we know why the number zero was not available to JL Skinner. Jonathan Cooper swooped that bad boy. Um, who else? Who am I missing? Was Chris it? Allen. Yeah, Christopher Allen. Um, but still, each one of those guys that I just mentioned, there's something about them that you can get excited about. Sometimes there's more than one thing about them you can get excited about. But if you're looking for proven production to hang your hat on, it ain't, it's not there. Randy Gregory, you, you can even argue Randy Gregory. It's not there for Randy Gregory in, a, you know, in terms of like sustained success. So I'm with you, Ron. I think they should budget more of these resources to bringing in a guy. And I don't think it should just be like fringe dudes that you bring. Go find a mercenary with some skins on the wall who's available. We've gone through the list of, of who's out there. And give yourself a little bit of a fail safe, a little bit of a, of a backup of a fallback option, Zach, in the event that Browning doesn't launch, Benito doesn't turn a corner, etc. You're absolutely correct. Uh, the Broncos are banking on a lot of young, unproven talent like the players that we mentioned. And if they don't hit, they don't really have anyone to uh, lean on. And it makes it doubly worse when you only have one legitimate defensive end. We talked about Jonathan Harris being a predictor projected starter right now you're not going to get the pass rush out of him there's plenty of talent still on the board the Broncos can go after and today one player was removed from that pool Leonard Floyd signed with the Bills so maybe that'll start some sort of uh you know early June chain reaction where players or teams start signing players off the open market I would love a Frank Clark or a Yannick Ngakwe to come to Denver just to shore up that room a little more amen uh, I hope we speak such a development into existence to be frank I just want to grab this real quick because uh, Michaela says, Michaela Israel says, she, well, first of all, Michaela Parker saying, what jersey are you going to get? What jersey? And she's like, I don't know yet. I'm so surprised I won. I don't have a real jersey. I have a bunch of T-shirts. So this one will be super special. I don't typically spend a lot of money on myself for stuff like this. And, uh, you know, and as Michaela Parker then says, uh, where to go? Hold on. She says, uh, hard to do. Spend a lot of money on yourself when you have a kid. I feel that um, because I was raised by single mom and I know that's how my mom was. My mom, if she had an extra nickel, didn't go to her, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, it went, it went to, to me and my brother. So anyway, much love and respect to the single moms out there grinding Michaela. You rock. Can't wait to see which Jersey you pick. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I don't really spend a lot on myself, but I have no problem spending on other people. It's kind of a blessing and a curse, but you, everyone deserves to reward themselves every now and then. And I think, Michaela, it's past time that you reward yourself, spoil yourself. Definitely deserve it. Amen. All right, we are at 35 minutes. We'll keep tonight relatively tight because, you know, we've, we've gotten to the main news. We've gotten to the main point of tonight's show, doing the raffle. So anything burning topically on your mind, get it in the chat. We will uh, do our best to get to it before we sign off here. Um, but, Zach, there was one other thing I wanted to get to. And, guys, I'm sorry I have to turn to my phone to do this, but it's unless, Scott, can you bring up uh, – can you bring up in a tab? Let's try this. Can you bring up in a tab the Keith Cummings article? It's in the MHH carousel about Russell Wilson, next-gen stat, deep ball. Let's do a, Let's see if we can do a share screen and a scratch and sniff without – and hope it doesn't like freeze our frames like it would do if I did it from my end. Let's just see what happens real quick. Because Zach, 
I got to get your take on this. So while he's pulling it up, I'm going to give you the cliff notes. All right. Uh, NFL.com slash NFL next gen stats, according to, you know, the metrics they use to measure these things. I won't bog you down and bore you with what those metrics are. Bottom line is Russell Wilson was the seventh best. Yeah. Seventh best deep ball passer last season. Uh, as you can see here, statistical evidence. Uh, so deep. Okay. So, so, Scroll down just a little bit, Scott, to where the guy, we do some block quotings on what he says. So from Nick Shook, he says, this one shocked me, and I suspect it'll shock others as well. When I started this exercise, I didn't think Wilson would have much of a chance at ending up in the top 10, primarily because, well, he had a bad season. But despite the wide-ranging problems with Denver's offense in 2022, Wilson was surprisingly effective when it came to airing it out. So Good analysis, Nick. Thank you. He, he goes on to say more, but what are your thoughts, Zach? Why were you surprised? If anyone watched Russell Wilson, you'd know he's one of the best deep ball throwers of all time. And if you just turned on and took a cursory glance at any Broncos game last year, you would see the one thing he did right consistently was air out the deep ball. Despite the injuries, despite his poor play, yada, 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 that was one thing he was consistent with. And what does this person say when it comes to the analysis? Well, because he had a bad season. Just lazy, man. Indeed. But I think it's cause for uh, excitement, you know, for uh, Broncos fans. Not to say that when I think of the Sean Payton offense, Zach, I don't particularly think of like, you know, vertical, huge, explosive downfield, you know, that type of stuff. But I think you're going to see more of it this year. Not to say that Drew Brees didn't throw some great, beautiful, deep stuff over the years. I mean, he did. It's definitely a part of Payton's offense. But I think you might see more of it in Denver for two reasons. One. Den, uh, Russell Wilson's still really good at the deep ball. All right. That's one, two, a lot of times the most successful opportunities, the best opportunities for deep ball come off of what play action and play action really only works to its fullest effect when you have a credible running game. All right. And so Peyton is reverse engineering that he's going, all right, I'm going to establish that credible, powerful running game, which will then set up my play action. And I've got the quarterback who will then, make the connection on those deep passes. So I think it portends nicely for your Denver Broncos. I have number three for you as well. Two words, Marvin Mims. Ooh, they, yes. they drafted him and his speed with Russell Wilson's deep ball in mind. I have no doubt about it. You have some other players like Jerry Judy who can create separation and get open downfield. When you let Russell Wilson be Russell Wilson, good things will happen. And Scott noted in the private chat that he didn't have many deep balls because he was being sacked and pressured yeah. so many times last year. But when he did have a deep ball, when he was allowed to air it out, uh, he looked like vintage Russ. And they have a better O-line now, better production, better coaching, better play calling. You're going to see a much more explosive Broncos offense in 2023. Brad Winkler, appreciate your uh, kind words, my friend, and glad to know we are uh, a lifeline and a service to you deep, he says, Zach, here in Packers country. So, Thank you for checking in on YouTube, Brad. Really appreciate you. Um, okay, uh, I just want to do a quick perusal. Mike throwing down as he is wont to do. You know, I still have this quick, quick, quick anecdote. All right, but this is a, a, a burr that's been stuck under my saddle for a long time, which is, and I'm not going to name names, but at a certain point in the history of Mile High Huddle, which Mile High Huddle is a publication for those who know their history has existed on three different uh, media networks, scout.com, CBS sports, AKA 24 seven sports.com. And now sports illustrated fan nation. Uh, 
Um, all right. And at certain points along the way, certain ways it was set up, occasionally we had a national oversight editor that would every once in a while pop into our stories and change things, fix things in their mind, right? According to what they thought was right or wrong. And one time in a story of, that I wrote, my own story, right? I used as they are want to do. Now, as a phrase, for those of you who know grammar, okay? When you use it that way, you don't spell want the way you would think, W-A-N-T. Believe it or not, it's W-O-N-T. Okay, Google the phrase. That's how it's used. But this guy thought he was smarter than the guy who wrote the article and saw that as an error, went in and fixed it, changed it to A. To this day, I still am like, you dumb A. Now you made me look like a dumb A because people who actually do know that, they're going to see that and go, oh, this Jensen guy used a phrase. He thought he was smarter than he was. Look, he couldn't even spell it right. It still bugs me, that guy. I'm not going to name names, though. I think we won, though, in the end, so that's all good. Victory. Victory. Feels so All good. right. Um, okay, one quick perusal. One, one last thing. Uh, matriculate matriculate baby let's do it who was it who was it oh famous famous thing from early nfl guy matriculate the ball up and down the field who's the bears guy oh that's where that's where uh where i got it from I, I i like to say it every once in a while i'm reminded of that but and i just botched the dude's botched the dude's name randy in the great white north of alaska with big boy stars throwing down we love randy randy's been with us a long long time um, you know, I'm sure he tries to make it into as many streams as he can, but it's been a minute, Zach, since I can remember seeing him in a chat. So welcome back, Randy. Hope you're doing well, big dog. And thank you for the support. Good to see you, Randy. And, uh, Harold's asking, didn't we keep our receiver coach from last year? No, the Broncos replaced Zach Azani and they hired Kerry Colbert, uh, former Raiders receiver. Where was former Bronco, he? former Bronco, former Bronco as well. I can't recall where he was in college this past season. You remember, Chad? I wrote the article, but I can't think of it. Uh, I don't think it was a big school. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, now it's going to bug. So oh, I think it was Florida. Gators program. SEC. So that's the new receivers coach, and uh, he has a lot. Yeah, he was at Florida last year and USC before that. So a lot of talent to work with in that room, but Zach Azani Harold is gone. Yeah, um, it's interesting that uh, Peyton wanted his guy there. So whatever. I liked Azani. I, th I think he had some – he put some skins on the wall early right? Especially Cortland Sutton. But once you got past Cortland, you know, I guess you could argue that he, he's kind of presided over Judy's breakout final six games last year, but which by the way, I was, I ran the numbers today for craps and giggles. All right. Writing this story about Judy being on the NFL.com's uh, all breakout team for 2023, right? In other words, he's, he's one of the top guys they expect to break out. If you extrapolate the production he had in the final six games of last season into a full 17 game thing. He would have, he would have, he was on a tear that would have equaled something close to 1500 yards receiving 17 touchdowns and North of a hundred receptions. Like that's how prolific those final six games were, which goes to show you why everyone's talking about him in the national media and why the Broncos made short work, Zach of exercising his fifth year. It's funny that you mentioned that because it might have been at the scouting combine or months ago when uh, George Payton was asked about Jerry Judy. They said, we like him a lot. We don't think we're going to do anything with him, meaning trade him. And they brought, he brought up specifically, he had like 500 yards over the last quarter of the season. So they like his potential and they're banking on that, that potential being materialized with Sean Payton. 
George, uh, in case you missed it, bro, you won the jersey on Facebook for the month of May, big dog. You won. So you get to go to denverbroncos.com, go to their team store, go find what jersey you want, make sure it's available in the color and size that you want. And then, George, what you're going to do is you're going to shoot us an email, Mile High Huddle, easy to remember, milehighhuddle at gmail.com. You're going to tell us what jersey and size, and then you're going to give us your shipping address, and we're going to get that sent out to you. So, George, that's a small thank you for all the support you give us, from the stars to the encouragement like this. Thank you, big dog. Really appreciate you. When in doubt, go find what jersey you want, and then just shoot the email, milehighhuddle at gmail, with the details. Thank you, George. Thank you, George, and congratulations. Hope you love the jersey. All right. Shall we uh, – and also, Australian Adam, appreciate you, big dog. Thanks for being with us. Uh, down under in Oz, as they say. Really appreciate the kind words too, big dog. But we got a few messages for you, then we're going to dip on out of here. I suddenly want a Blooming Onion really bad. But that was the MHH Podcast. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't done so at the MHH Pod. You can follow main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL, and Scott at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merchandise like Bucka merch, go to MHHmerch.com. Check that out. If you're on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash Pod. Be sure you're liking that page and following that page. If you're on Instagram, follow us at mile underscore high underscore huddle. And if you're on Apple Podcast, make sure you're leaving your football Prius a five-star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every single month. But if anything, please subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. By the way, it wasn't the uh, Chicago Bears guy, the matriculate. I can't believe I had to uh, Google this to remind myself. Uh, And even though it came from uh, a former Kansas City Chiefs coach, I was talking about Hank Stram. You know, sometimes you hear a word, uh, and even though you may already know that word, or it's you know you're you know what it is or whatever, hearing it said in a certain way now it sticks with you and matriculate. Shout out Hank Stram, uh, love you guys. Here's a here's a shout out to those who threw down support tonight on YouTube and Facebook. Dave from Georgia, Michaela Parker, the Duchess, so generous. We love you. Uh, David McElrath, Gary Palmer, Michaela Israel, who also won the, the raffle, Ronald Putnam, Sam Bam, Troy, George, won the jersey on Facebook, um, Keith, Michael Ronquillo, Phil, Randy Jones. Much love and respect. Love you guys. Can't wait to talk to you again on Thursday. We'll see you all then. Have a great start to your week. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. 
Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 